This is Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, episode number 202. Today we talk about a major polarity all leaders must learn to leverage or manage, and that is planning and executing. Stay tuned to learn more. to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders and the missing logic in healthcare so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Tracy Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally, and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. Well, hello, everyone. This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. I am one of the co-hosts, Tracy. And I'm the other one, Michelle. Ah, Great to be with you. In case you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We are back again. We are back again. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. Another solo episode. Yes. Yes. Fun. I like doing the solo episodes. I do too. I do too. I, I, I like the variety of some being solo and some being guest interviews. And mm-hmm. we've even done some creative things and have had multiple people on our podcast before. So we're always up for trying new things, aren't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Keep it yeah. fresh. Informative, well, but entertaining. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't want to be boring. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh. Heck no. Heck no. Oh. Well, today we're going to be talking about effective organizational change and how it requires a partnership, a good partnership between leaders and managers, and that both are essential. So I'm going to just start out talking a little bit about what a leader does and what a manager does. And leaders are, they develop a vision for the change. So when you want to have organizational change, they're usually the ones that are casting the vision for the change. They make the case for the change. This is why we need to make the change. And they identify the objectives and the goals. So the leader plays a really important role with organizational changes. However, so do the managers. Now, the managers, they play a really critical role because they're the executors of the change. Wouldn't happen if you didn't have managers making it happen, right? And they move the change initiative forward provide the resources, and they really are the ones that manage all the details. So you need both leadership and management. We actually did a podcast on this. I don't remember what number it was, but we did do a podcast on this. (laughs) And at the heart of any change initiative is the necessity 
for both of these roles to leverage the polarity of planning and executing. So when it comes to change, you need both. And that's a really important, uh, it's a connected to the polarity intelligence, which is pillar number two of the dynamic balance effect framework that we work leaders on understanding and adapting that there are these chronic tensions or polarities that may seem opposite, but they actually need each other to achieve a greater purpose. So for effective change, we do know that polarity intelligent leaders know you need to both execute and you need to um, you need to plan and you need to execute. You need both. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you're the manager and a leader, just want to say. <laughs> <laughs> they're <Sorry>. not <laughs> sometimes you're doing both, right? So, you know, whether you're in one role or the other or you're doing both at that time, um it is all about this essential polarity for leaders and managers and understanding the dynamic of how this plays out and how polarities work and um and there's a greater purpose for leveraging this um right. this polarity, right? This tension between planning and executing. And when you think about that greater purpose for this, it really is about effective organizational change. Because most of the time when you're implementing something, right, some kind of change initiative, you're trying to change something, right, in the organization typically. So it's effective organizational change. But the deeper fear can also be ineffective organizational change. So we can plan and go through all this and not get where we really want to go, right? Not achieve that ultimate that ultimate purpose for the change to begin with. So, you know, if you're like um, a lot of the tormented healthcare leaders that we work with, you're struggling to keep your head above water, right? Just dog paddling um, every day. You're experiencing some of the same problems over and over. (laughs) So you're, you're revisiting them multitude of times um, and you're working harder maybe than you've ever really worked before and feeling maybe less appreciated uh, than you have in the past. Right. And we know that healthcare leaders today, you're inundated with change. I mean, it's like a continuous change cycle. We hear that every day. Just the change doesn't seem to stop. It's like a tsunami coming at you all the time. Constant (laughs) change, constant change. It's continuous. And when um, the planning and executing polarity is not leveraged, it creates tension that can lead to ineffective use of the resources during a time when resources are already limited, because we already know that right now, that that um, there's not as much financial and other types of resource workforce resources available. So it's really important that we don't look at change as just a problem to fix. That's what we're trying to get away from, right? Because that's where we uh, really put a lot of energy into focusing on only one, and that's when we waste time, money, and resources. So it's important to look at it from a planning and execution perspective. Yeah, yeah. And um, so we thought what we would do today is just kind of walk through mm-hmm. this polarity and just kind of talk a little bit about some of those benefits and the consequences that we experience when we aren't leveraging this polarity as leaders and managers. And um, and so I thought, let's start with the planning aspect because everything begins with the plan, right? Yeah. <clears throat> it yep. It's the beginning point. Um, And so when we think about the positive outcomes of having a plan or doing the planning to execute uh, a change effort, the first thing is to have a clear objective. Like you have to know where you're headed, right? You have to know the what 
Like, what is it that we are trying to achieve with the change that we're implementing? Um, the other is to have a roadmap to get to that objective. So you kind of have to have mapped out what are the steps, what are the tasks, what are the activities, the things that need to occur, and in what order do they need to occur in order for us to get to where we're going, right? It's kind of like, you know, you set your GPS on your car. <laughs> I want to go here, and then it tells you the path to get there, right? Same kind of thing. Now, the other is um, you want to have a focus of your team, right? You want to have team focus when you're doing the planning. So this is really about where are they putting their energies? What are the actions that they're going to be taking? The things that they're going to do to, you know, focus their efforts and attention to get to that end point, to get to that objective, right? So you have to have team focus, uh, energy and uh, attention. And then the other is really clear accountabilities. So this gets down to what each person is accountable what are the outcomes they are accountable to um, to have achieved, right? In 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 the progress and the milestones as they move forward towards the bigger to towards the bigger objective, right? There's some different accountabilities that people need to be clear about what those accountabilities are as a part of the team. Right, and there's also benefits for actually executing the plan. So I'm going to talk about what some of those are. And the first one is that you achieve the objective because it is clear. Everyone's kind of got their eye on the target. And um, and then by actually taking action, you can achieve the objective or that change initiative that you wanted to do. And then a second benefit is that the tasks are completed. And a lot of people who are doers love checking off those tasks once they're accomplished. But you have to remember, uh, Tracy, <laughs> I'm a doer. All, they're all moving you towards that to that expected outcome, to that objective. So um, it, it's it's really a benefit that you can actually complete the tasks as designed and then leverage team strengths. When you're in the execution phase, you're actually using, stepping into leveraging your team strengths. And it takes a lot of different talent for different change initiatives. So it's important to know, uh, like Tracy said, know what your team characteristics are, but then execution, you're putting them to work. You're letting them shine. You're letting them do what they like to do the most. And you may discover through the execution, if you have a hole, through the execution. And then you could see, um, you know, if you need to bring another team member in to help you with the execution as well. And then expectations are met. So another benefit is um, when you execute is you're not only declaring your expectations, but you're meeting the expectations of the change process. So those, those are some of the benefits of execution. Yeah, those those accountabilities. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So if we uh so those are some great, right? Like you can see how these two things fit together to get to that, you know, that effective change effort, right? To achieving that outcome. Now, if we overemphasize, we know there's consequences, right? That's one of the principles of polarity mindset and polarities is if you overemphasize one pole to the neglect of the other, there will always be negative consequences. You don't know how quickly they will occur, but they will occur. It's guaranteed 100%, right? So you know it's going to happen. So let's look at this through the lens of over-focusing and planning. So if we overemphasize planning and we neglect to execute that plan, then these are kind of some of the consequences that we'll start to experience, right? So that objective will not be achieved. 
we will not get there with both without both planning and executing, right? So right. if we're only doing the planning, objective will not be met. The other is the tasks don't get completed, right? So people are not taking the actions that they need to take to move the initiative forward, to move the change process forward. The other is there's a lack of appropriate strengths or maybe even team members. So here, right, we're not leveraging the strengths. The strengths aren't being utilized or we don't have the strengths that we need. So those individuals are not contributing in the way that they could, right, to the, um, to the, to the plan. And then the other is the expectations are not, are not met. So those targets are not met. The milestones are not met. And uh, all of that leading ultimately to the objective not being met. So those things that we are accountable for, we're not doing or <laughs> not achieving. Yeah, I call that swirling. You can swirl when you're in too much planning. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, true. <laughs> right, right. And you also could overfocus on execution to the neglect of good planning. And that has some negative consequences as well. And one of them is you're just moving forward, but the objectives are not clear. So that creates chaos and no one really knows what the other person is doing and the objectives aren't clear. And there's no roadmap to achieve the objective. So there's no clear sequential steps. There's no thought that has gone into that. Um, And a lack of focus for the team. So you've got team members that are there to do their role, to perform their accountabilities. But if you just set them loose without a plan, you know, then there's a lot of lack of focus. They're really not prioritizing and focus. adequately. And then the last one is the accountabilities are unclear. So if we move into execution without planning, those are some of the negative consequences that can happen. Yeah. 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 So we know the one way, right, to keep us from drifting down into these, you know, negative consequences is to take action and to be doing that simultaneously. Right. Um, so to take the actions to make sure that the plan is in place and that it's being executed, basically. Um, so when we think about actions for planning, um, one of the first is to communicate the objectives, right? Make sure that everybody's clear on what the objective is and document that, um, speak it, right? Like so verbally and written, you want to communicate the objectives. Another is um, establish milestones for each objective, right? So that rather than just here's the end point, what are the mile markers, so to speak? Like, how do we know that we're making progress and have milestones to know what people, you know, moving people in um, smaller chunks of time, right, to get to the to the outcome? So um, chunking it down, so to speak. The other is to create structures to support the achievement of the objective. So. Again, back to resources, structures, processes, what what do people need to be able to take the actions they need to take to get to the milestones to meet the objective? And um, another is everybody's responsible for a metric to achieve. So again, back to those clear objectives, right? And Mm -hmm. to the accountabilities, everybody having a metric to know this is what I need to accomplish, right? Or to, I need to make sure is accomplished. Maybe I'm working with a smaller team, but it's my accountability to make sure we hit this milestone. And this is my milestone, the one I need to, to meet to get where we're going. So that often is very helpful to have that clarity and to have a clear metric for everybody to drive towards. Right, right. And, you know, when you implement a change, it happens over time. So when you begin the execution, 
one of the actions that you can take is communicating progress towards those milestones so that as you're making progress, everyone's clear where you are in the process. Are you just at the beginning or at the halfway point? Have you, are you close to the end? Where exactly are you with those milestones? And another action is to track progress towards the metrics. So that's another way that you can tell where you're at, but it's taking the, the action to measure those metrics, right? So it's very clear where you are in the execution strategy. And then align um, strengths for each team member with tasks. Now, this is really uh, important and because this can help the execution go much more smoothly when you have the right people using their strengths um, in the project or in the change initiative. So it takes some intention to know what that is. Mm -hmm. But if you align the strengths with whatever the execution is, you can get there a lot faster and um, a lot uh, easier, I would say, too. And then establish measurable expectations. So when you're into the execution, then it's good to really measure the expectations that the plan has laid out, but we're actually measuring them in execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it's one thing to set the expectation, but you got to be looking at it. Yep. <laughs> got to yep. be monitoring it, right? right. Measuring it. Yep. Yeah, well, there are some signs, right, when we overfocus. And so when we think about overemphasizing planning to the neglect of executing, what? how would we know that we're starting to do that? And so we try to identify early warning signs as early as possible that those things are happening so that we can course correct and get the, you know, get the initiative back on track. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one is we're starting to miss milestones, right? So different individuals may be starting to miss the milestones that they have. Therefore we're missing, you know, we're off track and, and moving towards the, the milestone that we're marching towards. Individuals don't complete their tasks on time. Right. Um, or more than two times in a row, right? So you're starting to see they either missed one or now we've got a pattern or that it's two, um, two tasks that haven't been done on time, which can have a domino effect, right? It can impact the ability of others to do what they need to do. You start to hear complaints from team members um, about, you know, um, performance or processes not being followed or different things could be anything, but people start to complain. So we're not, we're not aligned. We're not focused. Um, and then, uh, feelings of frustration. Yeah. That that'll start to come up as well. Right. And usually it's these emotions, complaints, the things you start to hear that really kind of are the early warnings to tell you that the execution isn't happening, that we've, we've got a plan, but <laughs> we're not following through on the plan. <laughs> Yeah, and some uh, early warning signs uh, when you're over-focused on execution to the neglect of planning, they also start to show up. So it's good to know what those are. And the first one is that individuals, they're not even unable to state the objective. They're, they have no idea what they're supposed to be doing or what the objective is. And they aren't aware of the progress. Like, where are we in the middle of this initiative? They can't articulate that. They don't know where they are in the, in the progress towards the outcomes. And there can be a lot of confusion because you got people out there doing things without clear direction. And so um, it can be really confusing. And you can hear complaints about that, too. No one knows what's going on around here. Like, we're just, they tell us to do these things, but it's not clear. And we're doing them. But um, it's very confusing. It can be very confusing. And then the duplication of tasks. If you are over-focused on execution, without that thoughtful planning, 
the other thing that can happen is you're doing that. I thought I was doing that. <laughs> you can have duplication start to occur with your team and your team members as well. So yeah. those are some signs to pay attention to, either what you're hearing or what's actually um, you know, happening in the organization as well. Yeah. 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 Yeah, those are great. And uh, so the thing here is our call to action for you, right, is just to acknowledge. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you're working on, right? What change initiative, what project you're working on. Right. Um, everyone has to leverage this polarity if you want sustainable outcomes, if you want to reach the target and then sustain the outcomes that you're looking for. Um, and so this is a, you know, polarity intelligence is a core competency for all leaders, right? These, this is not, this is not going away folks. <laughs> and there's many more than this one, right? But this is, this is so essential for effective leadership and uh, to achieve, right, the outcomes that you want. And then evaluate all projects and change efforts through this lens. Yes. If you're facing the same challenges over and over when it comes to you know, change initiatives, step back and think about this, step back and look at it from this lens. Like, are we overemphasizing planning to the neglect of executing? Or do we have great executors, but not a strong strategy, not a strong plan, right? Like this goes hand in hand and there may be, or you may have a deficit in both. You may need to step up your ability to plan and change how you plan as well as change how you execute, right? Right, right. And then, you know, there's just, there's a lot at risk if you don't. So a lack of a intention of leveraging this polarity can lead to ineffective organizational change. It can lead to wasted resources and unsustainable outcomes. And that's, that's always been a risk. But I think, um, as we discussed earlier, with resources be more limited, it's even more important today, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, and with the amount of change. Yes. That's happening, right? At the inundation of change is just so, so critical. So just imagine, right, an organizational change initiative with minimal resistance, rapid, smooth implementation, and sustainable outcomes. Like, wow, every change <laughs> agent's dream, right? <laughs> every leader, every manager's dream, right? We do this change initiative and everything just flows, right? So that's where you'd like, like really like to get to, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, who wouldn't absolutely. who wouldn't want that? <laughs> I don't know. So we always I don't know. we always like to think of an example or a story and when we were planning for this session, <laughs> um we just thought a really great example would be um our podcast. So you may not or may not realize that Having a podcast takes an awful lot of planning and execution. It takes intention on both of those poles. And so we thought that would be a great one just to kind of um, walk through with you and just kind of give you a little inside scoop on planning and execution when it comes to having a podcast. And we're at over 200 episodes now. So I think we have, we have some knowledge and wisdom in us now, Tracy, when it comes to this and podcasting. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I think. <laughs> but first of all, it does start with the planning, right? And uh, being really clear on what we what our intention is. Um, and Tracy and I start that process by even setting out for our next, every 90 days, we plan for the next 90 days and what is going to be our focus it involves thinking about guests. Uh, it involves coming up with solo topics. 
And so there's a lot of prep work that goes into the podcast, including meeting and greeting every uh, guest before they actually come on the show, just to give you a couple examples of the planning part of it. Well, and I think the other thing is uh, we, we don't do our episodes each week. We batch them. Right. So we have an objective yes. to, um, to uh, record 12 episodes at a time. And we do that so that we can be more efficient and effective in the rest of the roles and things that we have to accomplish in our business. So our objective really is to be efficient and effective in our process and that yes. we batch them 12 at a time, right? So that's a big part of the plan. So then executing that takes a bit of, um, you know, uh, uh, of effort as well, because we have to get all of our podcast guests together all in the same week. Mm -hmm. um, we have to have solo episode scripts written all within, you know, a short, a, a certain period of time so that we can do this. We have to schedule the time to actually record the podcast. And then we have to, you know, have the rest of our team leverage their strengths in taking this recording and moving it forward. Right. That's right. That's right. And we have tools. We happen to use a tool called Asana for our podcast. Uh, execution so that we can, well, it's both for both. It's for planning yeah. and execution. So we can manage that really well of what's coming down the pike, who has to do what. And uh, we actually, you know, track that metric as the podcasts uh, are completed and ready for delivery. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is every team member has clarity on what they're responsible for. Yes. And this is clearly a domino thing, right? Like every it's this is a, a marathon where we're handing off the baton, constantly handing off the baton to the next guy, the next guy. So, um, you know, so we have to have a very smooth running operation, right? We have to have the plan in place, know what our timeline are, is know what everybody's responsibilities are and how one impacts the other. And uh, and then we execute that plan. And we've been doing that for quite a while. And we really are getting to be very good at it. We are. We are. Well, the other thing we do after every batch, we do an after action review. So we're always of the mindset that, OK, what went well and what could we do better, which then further impacts our planning processes and our execution processes. So it's it's uh, that's been another benefit, I think, too, is doing that every time we batch. Yes. Yes. It is. It is. So what a great example of planning and execution. <laughs> and, as, and as Tracy said, you know, we hope as you're listening to this, that you'll think about things you're engaged with and how well you're leveraging this polarity um, as well. So, well, thank you all. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. We also want to mention today that doors are open to the Leadership Survival Masterclass that Tracy and I are going to be hosting. And you can go to our website missinglogic.com forward slash events to learn more and register. And we'll see you next time. Yep. See you then. Before you go, we want to let you know that the registration for the Leadership Survival Masterclass is now open. If you are like most healthcare leaders we talk with, you are sinking in a sea of constant change, limited resources, and competing priorities. You feel exhausted, guilty, and depleted. We realize taking time out to participate in a masterclass may be the last thing you feel you can add to your plate, yet you probably realize that not taking time to add a new tool to your toolbox, learn a new skill, and gain new insights will only guarantee you'll keep experiencing what you are experiencing now. 
Being the best leader and role model you can be begins with surviving the challenges you face today. During the masterclass, we work with healthcare leaders to develop their personal survival blueprint in a fun and engaging way. And replays are available, so you can easily catch up if you miss a session. Go over to missinglogic.com forward slash new dash events to enroll in the masterclass today and join other leaders like you who are determined to survive and be the best leader they can be. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.